0: You drinking OJ there, Elijah? Yeah, dog. With with ice cubes? M- yeah.
1: Word. <laughs> mimosas. Late <laughs> <laughs> night mimosas. You're drinking mimosas at 9 o'clock? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how we roll <laughs> here. Don't, don't go on the internet. Watch TV. Read newspapers. I hate this place. A geographical out Two weeks from everywhere. No television? Bye.
2: What do you do? You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. He must have had on some really nice pants.
1: Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight from across <laughs> the world wide web, the one and only Sean Mackey. Sean, what's yeah, going on? to you live from
3: the internet.
1: You know me. I gotta stop saying Sean what's going on because it rhymes Sean, and it sounds like on. I'm trying to do this like. Then then, I, then I've dj a bunch of pressure thing.
3: I feel like I need to rhyme. I'm definitely not mm, a rapper. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. not great. It's not. We'll great. switch it up. It's okay.
1: <laughs> also joining us tonight from the other side of the internet, he's got a mustache still. <laughs> the one and only Rudy Rudolph. <laughs> what's up, Rudy? Yeah, it's
0: it's getting to the point where it's coming into my upper lip, so I actually had to trim. The bottom oh, dude, part of
1: wow. it. That's the yep. best.
0: How's yeah. uh, like the wife, wife feeling? Man. Oh, she's has has big against. the wife feeling about the stash? <laughs> big anti-stash. Big anti-stasher.
1: Yeah. She's but, got the shirt uh, and yet, there, and yet day day it lives. Yeah. Well, shouts to Ashley, I feel for you. Glad I don't have to make out with him. Also joining us tonight. That's right, folks. We have a very special guest in the house the granddaddy of graphic design, the king of the Carolinas, the captain of keeping it real, he puts the web in Charlotte, Charlotte's Web, get the
4: reference, movie reference,
2: (laughs) Jordan Webb, Jordan, thanks for coming on the pod, how's it going? Thanks for having me, it's going well, excited to be here.
3: Wow, that's the best intro I think any of our guests have ever. That was a hype intro.
2: Charlotte's
0: Web. Web, that is like, that is a deep cut man that is great
2: deep <laughs> deep cut. movie literature children's literature. Of cut. yeah well that it, was gonna be my my movie pick <laughs>
1: it was gonna pick charlotte's web since you guys are in charlotte and his last name is web i just had to you know no, i'm not sure it landed you know that. there was something there It landed it just, I, sure I heard landed some there.
3: laughs in the back in the upper uh <laughs> upper decks
1: of the studio audience that we record it's this in front of yeah.
3: Yeah, thank you, audience, too. I mean, you guys are faithful.
1: Everyone has masks on, though.
3: Yes, that's right. Mm
1: -hmm. And they're socially (laughs) distanced. (laughs) Yeah. 50% capacity. Distance. Yeah,
3: 50% capacity.
1: So before we get going too far into it, uh, Jordan, why don't
2: you explain your connections to the Loose Concept Extended Universe? Ah, gosh. So. How are you involved? Friends. Friends of Sean. Friends with you guys. Oh, yeah. Um and fan of movies, and I feel like the Venn diagrams lined up. Love it. Yeah,
1: this is a this is the perfect venue for people that are fans of, of Sean and movies to, to
4: come that's together. Like, <laughs> yes,
2: that's, that's why we did it, yeah. I'm pitching that as a subtitle is sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sure to let the interns know, let the
1: interns know to yeah. move some things around. Yeah, but. speaking of the interns, can I just plug the Instagram real
0: quick? Because uh, one of the interns in particular... He's tall, dark, and handsome. Tall, tan, and handsome. <laughs> and he's been crushing on the Instagram. Go follow. At Loose Concept Pod. At Loose Concept Pod on the gram. Yes. The content will not disappoint. It's the perfect content. Yeah.
1: And special, special thanks to that very great intern. Yep. He's doing yep. fine work. If you need that pick-me-up at 2.30 on a Wednesday. Yeah. You got to check out the gram. You know, sometimes he falls behind and he doesn't post for for like a week, and then is like puts two posts up in a day. But yeah, it's all good. good. It's all good. It's a loose loose concept. It's a loose operation. (laughs) It's a loose operation. Well, generally, what would happen here is we'd pivot into our 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 burgeoning successful new segment, Pony Express. However, we've hit a snag. We didn't get not a single letter came in on the Pony Express this week. Oh my god, not a single one.
0: Elijah, can you remind yeah. everybody how they could send in letters to the Pony Express? The uh
1: yeah. how, I'll tell you the would the, do it? the Pony Express riders were grateful though. They didn't have to go out for any midnight rides uh, <laughs> this this week, Word. but um yeah, if you want to want to get a message through and get get share your thoughts and have uh, have them shared with the the massive audience that is of listeners that is the loose concept uh, listener fan network uh simply write us an email and address it to looseconceptpod at gmail.com. You can literally say anything to us and we'll probably read it on the podcast.
3: I mean, we're, we're just shooting for spam too. I mean, we're not even yeah. spam. <laughs> yeah.
1: Last, last week we uh, read a message from some random guy on chartable or whatever. Yeah. David, yeah. David. If
0: JetBlue, if JetBlue sends life. us a marketing
1: message, we're probably going to read that. So it's free advertising. We're probably, probably going to read it. Yeah. Probably going to read it. I could read the Podbean bill that did come in this week. If you guys <laughs> love, would like to read yeah. that. So we got to receive that. Send
3: out that invoice.
1: Yeah. Jordan, uh, How does it feel to be a guest on the 155th most famous (laughs) uh, film and review podcast in Canada?
2: It feels pretty good. I thought you were going to say 155th episode, and I was going back in my memory, and I didn't
1: think that was
3: right. We're just cranking them out. It is our 155th episode. in Canada. Oh, yeah. The the Canadians love loose concept. Wow. I think they like how loose it is, and how conceptual it could be. It appeals they to the Canadians. Chill. Yeah,
1: sorry. We're we're trying to reposition to uh, appeal to that audience a little bit more. So if you have yeah. any, if you like, want to drop an an A here or there, or <laughs> an A boot, or a boot, okay. anything like Some that. Some people have said free. that we
3: might we might start a a studio in Montreal. Yeah, so. yeah Montreal. It, we're talking. looking. This
1: episode is brought to you by hockey. <laughs> <laughs> hockey. Brought to you by hockey and uh, syrup, <laughs> maple syrup. No, we
3: love our Canadian friends. Of course, of course. Just keep hitting the five star. For
1: the people who can't see, uh, Rudy just turned his hat, his Yankees hat, backward. He's gone full New York on us. For 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 the real, you got to shout out Elijah to the (laughs) Patreon subscribers because they get the
3: full video. (laughs) If you you Patreon with us, I I, I feel like we can't
1: advertise for something we don't have yet, Sean. (laughs) Something we're probably not gonna have. Not trying to shill for Patreon. We do this. We do this purely for the love of the game, Word. not for the cash. Word. Since we don't have a don't have a, any Pony Express messages to uh, read this week, let's just keep this train rolling. That's a little Should little Doobie rolling. Brothers little Doobie Brothers reference for you there. Ooh, Shouts ooh, to nice. Michael McDonald. Let's keep this train <laughs> rolling. Let's, we're going to talk about the trailer of the week. This is a uh, highly anticipated trailer. It's been buzzed about all week long. People are going crazy. Dropped this past weekend. Um, Just the it's been out there in the in the dialogue. The public discourse has been all about this trailer. That's right. We're talking the newly released trailer for the upcoming Robert Pattinson vehicle, The Batman. The Batman. From your secret friend.
4: Any of this mean anything to you?
0: Please do not lie. What is the price for your blind eye?
3: The hell are you supposed to be?
1: So the Batman. It looked like a coming of age story. Almost, it looks like it looks like something else. I mean I, I have I definitely have some thoughts on it, but I want to hand it over to our esteemed guest first. Jordan, what's your what's your initial take on the Batman?
2: I'm excited. I feel like Robert Pattinson has had like a second wave mm. of a career. Mm. Um lighthouse uh devil all the time Mm, mm -hmm. and now this i feel like he's kind of forcing himself into the more serious roles but i like it Uh, tenant coming
3: out soon tenant yeah that's right we've we've been waiting for it forever so
2: yeah i I feel like it could be another nolan type batman not as not as crazy and gritty as joker but somewhere in the Mm. middle all
1: the uh, all the it. pat he- pat heads are just to being you know blessed on, right. the, on the on the TL the past yeah. few years.
0: Yeah, you know this is going like th- uh, like a trilogy. But do you think? Here is my all question: Do you think key. the pat heads are just like all into the Twilight Pattinson and like this new Pattinson is like? I feel like real life Pattinson is hates the Twilight Pattinson. Like if you ever see him doing interviews on <laughs> yes. on that subject, he's like,
1: yeah, I could see this that. is the dumbest movie I ever made. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe I. Had to do I think there is. <laughs> I think there's a there's a there's a group of pat heads for uh, every sequence of True. Robert Pattinson's career so far. You know, like you're saying, Rudy, there's a crew for the Twilight movies, but then there, I think there's also a crew for the recent uh, artistic turns, and now he's going mm. for the the blockbuster cr- crowd with uh, Batman and Tenet. So, yeah, I think that I think he's really just trying to expand the the variety of people that are pat heads. You know, yeah. He's yeah, he's really trying to build that base.
2: From what I remember, he never watched a single Twilight movie. So. Love it. Love it. So he's not even a fan. I feel like he was not interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, he's like, I
1: just know my part of the script. I don't know anything else that's going on. Rudy, are you in or out
0: on the back Yeah, I'm fully in. Um a couple weird things. That the whole rhyming scheme, like did you notice that there was like some serious rhyming taking place? I yeah. did not pick up on like that. at the at the very beginning did they're tell. like you know they're at the crime scene and it's uh it's that guy from Westworld his name is
3: Jeffrey Wright
0: Jeffrey mm-hmm. Wright and he's like uh, he's playing Captain uh, Commissioner the Gordon. new Commissioner Gordon yeah. and yeah. he's like he he rhymes and he says some weird th- like maybe I don't know in the trailer you'll see it <laughs> you'll hear it but uh and then it goes later and the Penguin. Who is another point I was going to bring up? Colin Farrell. Did you guys catch oh. that? I didn't catch that at all.
1: It looked like it looked like Colin Farrell, but also Colin Farrell went into the makeup room and was like, "Make me look like Bill Belichick." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like, or like Cheney.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or you know, he was just jacked up. So there was like a weird rhyme scheme taking place. But I just I'm all in on this. I think it's going to be the perfect mixture of dark and and a little bit like. Pushing the cartoonish uh, barrier a little bit, like if yeah. you notice when he was beating the crap out of that weird scale guy, he was, it was like yeah. all, every sound effect was like a little bit amped up. I think it's gonna be
2: almost felt like the video game. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly the like yeah. video game. So I think it's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be a fun movie for sure. I'm in. I'm all in.
3: Um, yeah, I think it it takes his more serious roles that he's been in recently with Good Time and um, Lighthouse and kind of the it, it, it's a little bit of um, just the the tragic side of Batman. I think that mm-hmm. they're exploring more with this, rather than the Dark Knight was still seen as sort of the the knight in shining armor. And I think they're trying to to break it down um, to more of like a a morose
1: core. So I'm in. I'm in on it. Okay, well, it's good that you guys are all oh boy, uh, here we go all on board because here we go. I'm about to present the dissenting argument for this new okay. Batman. Thank you. We need you you know as a as just a foundation for what I'm about to say i'm a, I'm a pathead myself, love Robert pattinson I'm as stoked as the next guy for any movie he's in big mm-hmm. pathead, however. Big I don't understand what the point of the, having this movie is. What it, the the purpose? This <laughs> like what? Why why does this movie even exist other than to make money? Because it to yeah. me it seems mm. like it's just it's just filling in, filling in the hole that was already filled by the Dark Knight trilogy by Christopher Nolan. It's, just, it's, just it's our, Batman, we already yeah. had dark gritty Batman. We don't need more dark gritty Batman. But here it is more dark gritty Batman. You know?
4: Yeah. But what mm-hmm. like
1: what do you want? Do you want so you wanted to switch yeah. up. Yeah. Just as as a marketing professional, what we always look for are differentiators. What we what we can offer that the others are not offering, and there's just nothing this movie that. is offering that hasn't been offered before. It's a and continuation. So I yeah, I would have liked to see. I don't know. I think the Batman versus Superman Justice League Batman. They sort of dabbled in the um, the. I don't know what the comic book, the old man Batman one, but they didn't go all the way. I think they should have gone all the way with this. Maybe cast someone a little bit older or alternatively. I don't know. I don't have, don't have have an alternative.
2: Do you want more Batman at all?
1: No, I think that's, I was, so I was on a run yesterday and I was just thinking about this as, as, as I was out running and I was like, do we need more Batman? There's already the Batman, the dark Knight trilogy. There's, you know, so we have this dark and gritty Batman, like I was saying. We also have goofy comic Batman with the Justice yeah. League and uh, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. So it's like we have the, have our bases covered. What is there yet to do? You know, angsty teenage Batman, which is That's like... That's what this is going to be. Fine, this I guess. is going to be that
0: a little bit. It's going it's to be young Bat, young Bruce Wayne. And it's and there's so many more villains that he has to conquer but don't, besides just the don't Joker. don't we get
1: that in... in Batman Begins, the first Christopher Nolan movie. He's kind of like for the first half of that movie, Christian Bale is doing like angsty teen, teen guy. He's like a a young executive, but also
3: a trust fund guy. I think he got a little bit of that. I think this is more. He's coming into his own. I think this bridges the gap between the TV series Gotham and Batman Begins. I think it's going to be in that like early twenties. Because Pattinson, they always, you know, I don't know how old he is. Are people always, in
1: on the TV series Gotham? Like, is that a show that I people? I think Greg's watch? in on it. I'm just saying it's. I'm just saying it's part of the canon. Shout out Greg. Shout out Greg. I wouldn't know. I never talked to Greg,
4: so I have no idea. Who's, who's into.
0: Still salty. Greg, call me, you turd. <laughs> okay, call don't me. don't ask don't ask him to call you anymore over text. Just tell him to listen to this episode. I'm gonna make a listen. To yeah. This.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, uh, I don't know. And the, so this is my my other thought was uh, really Robert, Robert Pattinson is just uh, replicating what has already been done by another great actor of our time, Tobey Maguire in Spider Man oh, Three. Okay. He already mm. did the he already did the emo superhero yeah, guy. Dude, he already did it. I it's been that. done. Angsty emo emo Spider Man. We had it already.
0: You're so, it's so again. I, I
1: love, I love, I love our paths, but you know, come up with some original material here. Don't just retread Toby's work. Oh my gosh, it's been a this while though. I mean,
3: blasphemy. we're we're in the 2020s. Like, we we can do another angsty super superhero.
2: I feel I like guess. for all of these these Batman movies, usually I'm just curious to see the villains. Mm. Yeah, to see That's all the point. different. Ways that they portray them. I yeah, it's know. such a good point because yeah, Batman's so that,
0: like one dimensional. Like he just beats people up and he uses his batarangs on <coughs> yeah. things. Like he doesn't have mm. all these cool abilities that he could use. So it's
1: like, let's right. see what the villains yeah, look just like. Brute force. Yeah. No, that is a really good point. And we haven't had the Penguin in a movie since you know yeah. Danny DeVito, Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. Since the that Tim was a Burton. really creepy Penguin. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. just weird, weird sitch there. That'll,
3: that'll <laughs> give you some nightmares if you're young. Yeah.
1: So we'll, s- we'll see. We'll see. I'm not completely out, but I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm a little bit at a loss for what the purpose this serves in the uh, in the for the culture. You know.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think you're
3: uneasy about the direction they're going, but I think, I think, uh, you know, they can only impress you. You know, right now you're out on it, but I guess Let's so. give it, let's I give guess it some time. Right.
1: I guess that's right. Love our pats though. Keep doing what you're doing, dog. Yeah. I Come do. on the pod. Come on the pod thank you so since it's an episode with a guest we have to return to an old old classic segment constructive criticism dun, dun, dun. this is the segment where uh, Jordan as our guest you provide us with uh, constructive criticism on what we could be doing better to uh, grow or expand this podcast we're just we just You know, just want to look for ways to succeed. We probably will end up ignoring everything (laughs) that you tell us, but, you know, just tell us us anyway so you you can say we've been warned.
2: Um, I would warn you guys that you need horror movies. There's not been a single horror movie. And Halloween is coming up. Uh, uh, We're going to have to
3: find one for October. We'll do Parasite. A very tame one.
2: The problem with that is we're all a bunch of babies. (laughs) (laughs) We can do that like shared Netflix streaming and all watch it together. So at least we're kind of in the same room. Maybe we'll do
1: like a we'll do a remote episode where it's just you (laughs) on the mic, Jordan. You can you can talk to our listeners. Have a monologue about a horror. Well, the way
2: I've done it with Sean before is I just go see the movie and then tell him.
3: Yeah, he just tells
2: me the plot. Every scene, and it's even
1: (laughs) it's even scary that way. So maybe that could work. Yeah. To be 100% honest with you, I'm totally just going to not watch any horror movie and just yeah. look up the Wikipedia page. That's, That's exactly <laughs> what I did. I
0: just did that That's the it. other day. <laughs> I just did that the other day for Hereditary. Did you see Hereditary? I, did, you I loved it.
2: That was one of my favorites of the past few years.
0: That seems like the most scary movie of all time. It was no, pretty no I didn't
1: see it, but I, I read the Wikipedia <laughs> yeah, page. Same. Spooky, spooky Wikipedia page, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, <ya>. dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that movie. That, wiki, just, that just,
4: wiki was haunted.
3: Just hearing about <laughs> gave it gave me nightmares. <laughs> like gave me nightmares for
0: like a week.
1: Haunted, haunted wiki. Uh,
0: love it. All right. Well, sometimes, sometimes we'll saying. take it under advisement. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> guests well, give us criticism, and we uh, ignore it. So don't be a, don't feel bad if we uh, don't have any horror movies.
1: <laughs> have Have we integrated any constructive criticism <laughs> yet? Yeah, so, Greg. Today? Greg
0: gave us constructive criticism to have more action movies, and we went ahead and did one that episode.
1: True. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a Pony Express. Oh, true. Another plug for the power. Okay, of the what
2: Pony was Pony that email? Again? People.
1: Right into the Pony Express at looseconceptpod at gmail.com. You might be getting an, an anonymous email do, later. We need we to put in, in the heard. show
2: notes,
0: too. That's a Let's good idea. Let's go. Jordan's thinking if I just send them an email, maybe yes. then they'll listen. <laughs> we'll have to share it later.
1: Is is it, uh, is it screw, screwed up that our uh, <laughs> our email h- holds more value to us than our guest <laughs> who's sitting there in person <laughs> took the time out of his Tuesday night to actually come on this stupid podcast we do? Yeah,
2: uh, look out for an email from horror film lover at twenty five.
1: Who could this be from, dude? It's our growing Pull audience. Pull it, Greg, and write about how great <laughs> your your performance <laughs> on the pod was too. <laughs> Well, uh, once again, let's keep the ball yeah, rolling Let's right good good get right bad. into it, right into the meat and the potatoes of the podcast This week, our feature film of the week that we'll be discussing
2: is Drumroll, Whiplash oh, Drumroll, you get
0: it? Love how you did that, love how you did that Drumroll Alright, Whiplash, five, six,
2: and
4: I push people beyond what's expected of them
2: Why would
0: you let him
1: get away with what he did to you?
2: Because I want to be great
3: I can cut you anytime I want. You would have cut me by now. Try me!
2: There are no two words in the English language more harmful
1: than good job. Whiplash rated
2: R.
3: Yeah, we need to put a massive drum solo into that, that spot <laughs> just right Just when insert he
2: says, the entire solo at the yeah, end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> a 10 minute. <laughs> <laughs> a ten yeah, minute
1: instead, of a, instead of a trailer, we're just going to have the <laughs> 10 minute drum solo. <laughs> Except I'm going to play it on my drum set I have here in the basement.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Do it. Very good. Here
3: we go. Wow. That's good. Nice. I think that was it. That's great. You need to tell me more of your backstory so I can use it to manipulate you. (laughs) Whiplash. Whiplash. Subtitle, you'll never see the state farm guy or the farmer's... (laughs) Uh, insurance guy the same <laughs> way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yikes. We are farmers. Yeah. That's why I use Guy No. Guy.
1: Whiplash. This is the uh, the story of a promising young drummer who enrolls at a cutthroat music conservatory where his dreams of greatness are mentored by an instructor who will stop at nothing to realize a student's potential. Starring uh, J.K. Simmons, noted uh Insurance guy from the uh, farmers commercials and in uh, my my boy in my uh, top 10 Ooh. favorite actors Miles Teller yes the champ so that's a, top that's 10 a favorite actors day. whoa top 10 top 10 active active actors okay. in
3: Canada still hot yeah, yeah in Canada we need to have we need to have that list of, <laughs> of podcasts top 10 actors top 10 a- actresses Future Pod episode. That's what I'm
1: saying. It's, a, it's a conversation. Conversation, yeah, for another day. Miles Teller, let's go. <laughs> Jordan, as our uh, as our esteemed guest, this was the movie you selected to come on and discuss, come on the pod and, and break down. We'll let you start off. Why'd you pick this movie and then go right into what is the best thing about this? Maybe they're the same same reason.
2: Yeah. Um well I think that this was the closest thing to a horror movie that I could get on the podcast. <laughs> right? so, that was that was Love a big it. reason. Um, I think, yeah, my best my best part is um, a little bit different. I think I would say that just the fusion of sound editing and cinematography was mm. pretty incredible. All the cuts during the musical segments with those. Fast zoom-outs, zoom-ins, uh, little details that they focus on. It just felt like jazz music visually.
4: Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. And the short runtime. I love movies with a short runtime because you can just watch mm-hmm. them a whole bunch. Um, it. No movie should be longer than
4: 90
1: minutes. That's, that's right. <laughs> well, that's
2: good. Someone went a little over. That's take, I, take I stand by till I die. Take that to your grave. No, no, movie should be longer than a Quibi. <laughs> Quibi. Is anyone watching Quibi these days?
4: No,
1: Charles Barkley. I think Quibi
2: a... stock is down. Qu-
1: Quibi stock is real down. Stonks not looking great for Quibi. But yeah, the uh, the drum 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 kit, the entire movie just sounds incredible. Great sound. Oh yeah. Like you're saying, jazz drums in general, like just on like any jazz record, the drums just always sound perfect mm, incredible yeah mm. i don't know why that is i don't know if it's the instruments that are involved or the way they're playing them but the, for some reason just like the way they're recorded they're always excellent well
0: not to jump
1: <laughs> jump ahead oh. way far whoa whoa but whoa. a quick question with
0: drumming in jazz uh performances is it always so uh structured because i always was under the impression that jazz was a free flowing you know, kind of go at you know freestyling type of thing, mm-hmm. but then everything was super structured in their performance like orchestra almost
2: yeah, I think that there are kind of two different categories of jazz there's jazz standards which have been played for i don't know going on a hundred years, and then there's um uh, improv uh. jazz uh where where people are kind of just—they uh, know how to transition between scales and chord progressions and all of that. They just kind of have it all stored in their head, and then they're just going off gotcha. the top. See, gotcha. this is this is why we have guests on because I was
1: just going to say something really <laughs> dumb and uninformed there. So, thank you, Jordan, for uh, jumping me in and saving yeah, us well, from doing having to do it. Yeah, no problem. Quick music having history. to do a damage control for next week, but <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Rudy, what do you have as a best part of the movie? Yeah, best part about this movie. Uh, pretty
0: obvious uh, JK. Simmons, uh, particularly his outfit. Um, he's a big Ooh, proponent yeah. of the tucked in tight black t-shirt yes. with the jacket over the top, which I think is just a baller <laughs> look. Yeah. like you could look professional, but you could also go you know play basketball afterwards. <laughs> And uh, yeah, just that's love it. a good look. Next Gear time for we
1: see Rudy, he's gonna be rocking the skin tight leotard, black <laughs> shirt with the uh, yes. flowy black dress pants. <laughs> I,
0: can... I love that. Like, I, li- I love the uniform look too, where it's like every day I just pick a black yep. t shirt, and that's what I yep. that's what I am He I'm wearing just has today. an
1: entire closet full of black, <laughs> black tight tees. Yeah, size extra extra John small.
3: Smoke. The best part of the movie, I would say, the last. Eight to ten minutes are probably one of the most intense endings I've ever seen in a movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Where you have um, Miles Teller's character, Andrew, who is basically getting thrown under the bus by um, his teacher. And Literally. he just comes at it after a quick hug with his dad and motivational hugs. He comes back and just owns it. And you, kn- you don't know how it's going to end. You know, where it's going to end, if it's going to, you know, turn into a disaster with the teacher just trying to kind of almost shame him into stopping, but he just keeps mm-hmm. going and the perseverance was incredible. And I just love how it ended. No explanation mm-hmm. of where he goes from there, but just a clean stop.
1: Well, everyone uh, stay seated. Uh, uh, don't, don't don't turn yeah. this channel before we get to cut a scene out of scene, because I have some thoughts on that. Oh, Same. no.
0: But I love it, Sean. Love the take.
1: <laughs> my uh, my best part of, best part of the movie is uh, is uh, when he says that Tanner switched to premed. Shouts to Tanner! You're a legend. You're going to be way better off. He's going to be so much richer than any of these dorks in the jazz band who are just going to end up being starving <laughs> musicians somewhere. Like everybody in this movie is just a massive dork. Just like total dweebs, <laughs> except for
4: except Not for everybody. Tanner.
1: Tanner can, Tanner gets out while he can, which uh, props to him. He's in pre-med. He's probably a doctor somewhere now. Has like a lake house, yeah. a jet ski. Tanner's the best. Tanner's but the best how
3: is partner. Tanner going to do that without like he doesn't have a good memory? Yeah, I don't he think can't it remember things. You well.
4: In mm-hmm. medical
3: school yeah, He'll be fine be I need good. to write He'll it him down He'll be fine He'll be fine I'll take hey, lots give of Give me notes. a chart of that anatomy of the Tanner is gonna media. be to just fine I think he has a malpractice suit <laughs> waiting <on> him.
1: <laughs> that might be in
2: Regardless, he is lucky to have gotten out Well,
1: let's pivot to worst part then I'll start Since I went last on the best part The worst part is uh, Losing out on the girl Miles Teller just just a mm, terrible yeah. move on his part. Just embarrassing. So he can he's gi- given up goal. on, you know, gorgeous girl so he can just play with beat things with sticks for the rest of his life. Like a, like I said he's a, he's a massive dork. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: had a girl that, that liked him and was interested in him and,
1: and he just he just bailed on it. So just worst. That's a terrible decision. So I'm saying that's the worst part she of it. She
2: probably movie. could have also gotten him free movie tickets. Yeah. Right? Which right? is a crime. Free yeah, Swedish crime. fish. Brutal.
1: That's my worst part.
3: I would say, worst part is I know it's necessary for the movie of the intensity and tension it's building between Andrew and I keep forgetting the teacher's name Fletcher. 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 Andrew and Fletcher to have the immense amount of language and mm-hmm. just the foulness in the way he speaks. But it is a little off-putting to sit through where it, it kind of just raises your blood pressure. Mm. Um, just because you feel like you're, he, he, he's talking because you're identifying so much with Andrew that you're feeling like he's talking to you. And you're like, why am I sitting through this?
4: Because
3: mm. um, I think, you know, but I know it's necessary. But that I think is the worst part because I think it can turn some people off to the movie, the message of the movie. and.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if my name was Terrence, I'd definitely have that much anger to take out on the world as well. Just <laughs> <That's laughs> like an absolute, absolute, you know, just bummer of a name. No wonder he turned out to be such an angry old dude, Terrence Fletcher. And he didn't go with yeah, the Terry that, either. That yeah, just name, really you know. speaks to the power of names. You know, new parents out there coming up with names. Give your child a good name. Stay, please avoid Terrence's or else they'll end up like Terrence Fletcher. A good name like Morpheus. <laughs> Yes, yes, stick with something <laughs> yes. something something tight something like awesome. Morpheus or Optimus Keanu. Prime. Keanu. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or Megatron. Yeah, on, Keanu. Or Nick Cage. Or Nicholas. Yeah. <laughs> Shia. Go ahead, Rudy. Worst Shia. part of the movie. Worst part. Another name, Connolly. Okay. I, I don't even know his first name. It's it's gotta be Chad. It's, it's gotta be Chad Connolly. <laughs> This guy was a, this guy was a Chad. He was he. This guy never played music in his life. He, he was wearing tank tops half the time. He had the, you know the big sharp chin. He was just this guy was a jock. He had no business being there. Chad's
1: got it figured out though. How
0: do you think, he's think got his it name was out. Ryan? Right? He's Ryan. just in it for
1: the in it for no. the chicks, which is really all all that you should be at that point. You know? Yeah, but he's just like, not going to be a famous so, drummer. It's We're so important like
0: that scene where he comes into the the studio and like. He's so clearly a pawn to try and get uh, Miles and Teller's character to like, yeah, get Andrew to be pissed off and you know encourage him to do better, and yet he's still like
1: smug and
0: mm-hmm. yeah, just he thinks he's, he's the worst. Stuff. Yeah,
4: yeah. that's then he, I
3: mean, gets, it's true. he gets immediately demoralized. It's true, yeah. but I kind
1: of respect him a little bit because he's just you know. He's doing his thing. He thinks he he's the confidence. You got to respect the confidence on he's that. He's playing the game. He's playing uh, the Connelly. game. Yeah. He's like, "I know I know I'm just here as a pawn, but I uh, I'm going to shoot my gonna shot li- while I'm here." I'm going to do with
3: doing.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Worst part for Rudy. you, Jordan? That's uh that's my same worst part, Ryan. Ooh.
4: Whoa. Nice. Love I just it.
2: thought I just thought he seen just completely oblivious to the fact that this is a stressful situation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. He's just like,
3: what's going on here? Which like, is why such he's a such a tight thing.
1: character, because he's just like Yeah, I don't care, you can yell me all, all you want. I'm just gonna keep playing these drums, man. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. He like wasn't overly nice. No. He just I don't know. He, no, he never yeah, he, like showed signs that he knew what was going on.
1: Yeah, he definitely kind of sucked. But at the same time, it's like there's a respectful detachment there. You just gotta respect it, you know. He's like yeah.
2: see no evil. I
3: don't. I don't know what's going on.
2: Yeah, yeah. he's clearly not gonna be the best. <laughs> Ryan Connolly, not. <laughs> Chad. He probably
3: left for Syracuse University after the first semester. That's yeah. come dude's, out of here.
1: That dude's definitely a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm.
0: No, he like sells insurance, like crappy insurance. <laughs> yeah. He sells crappy insurance policies to his uh He's friends. working
1: working for his dad's firm.
2: Yeah. He does smile while he's doing it though. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well you know now that
1: now that we're speculating, this kinda kinda goes into my cut a scene out of scene, so let's just transition over into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll start with my ad. We need an afterword on all these characters. So yes. that's what I'm adding in. Give me yes. an afterword, okay. what happens? Give me! I want to know what kind of insurance Ryan Connolly's selling. <laughs> I want to yes. know. I want to see Tanner in his at his lake house with his you know all his doctor money. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Andrew being Doctors. you know being this great drummer, but also you know living in a one room apartment in the middle of New York and still just being like this famous drummer. But like, mm. that's really the your ceiling when you're a famous jazz drummer. No. Like, show, show me all that stuff. He's still alone. He's crying to himself every night because he, he ditched the movie theater girl because he was a moron.
2: <laughs> Are you imagining these as, like, silent crossfades to each person? Yeah, yeah. They just kind of yeah. turn the camera while they're doing whatever. Yep.
1: Maybe some, like, Sarah Bareilles playing in the background or something. Yeah.
3: No <laughs> one even speaks. So it's just the It's music just a thing. montage. Yeah. yeah,
1: just a montage. Yes, an afterward montage. That's what I'm adding. The cut. Well, his dad's still putting raisinets on uh, popcorn. <laughs> 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 he movie. just It keeps It keeps going Adding scenes of his dad And he's just consecutively <laughs> Putting more and more Raisinets on the popcorn As time gets on And he gets more The bag more is
2: impressed. just Overflowing If you have
1: to spice up Your life
3: by putting Raisinets on popcorn Then you need to <laughs> You need to see something
1: You're Living the dream Living the dream So that's my ad That's my oh, ad man. To make room for that, I'm chopping out some of the, the end drum solo. I know you guys were just talking oh, about how no. great Whoa, it was. What? It's too long. It's too long. I remember like the first time I saw this movie, watching it, and like looking away for a while and being like, zoning out, and just being like, oh, he's, and then coming back like ten minutes later and being like, oh, he's still playing the oh, drums. It's, it's still a drum solo. Came back.
0: And they, like, cut back and forth to him playing the drums and to Fletcher's face, and, right? That's the scene where they yeah. cut back and forth, yeah. like, 15 yards. Yeah, it doesn't need to be one, that maybe. long. We get, like, the, dude, get the vibe. Chill. Yeah, agreed.
1: Just come in and crush a, you know, a, a quick, you know, two-minute. Two-minute drum solo. It doesn't need to be 15 minutes. <laughs> two, two, two minutes flat. Two minutes would have got the job done fine. Mm. So that's my cut-a-scene, add-a-scene. Gordon. I feel like two minutes has,
2: would be his wind down uh, in the tempo and coming back up. That'd be yeah. It.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> the music guy just needs a two minute solo. See
2: that he knows his rudiments and then just ends. That's all I care about. All I care about. And
3: then it cuts to a lake and people boating. <laughs> yeah.
2: And
1: Tanner's there. Just with his smoking hot wife. And he's like, Man, I'm so glad I didn't stick with that dumb drum drug class with all those dweebs. He has his
3: kids take uh, trumpet mm-hmm. to get out of the the, the music limelight. nerds.
1: Jordan, um, what do you got for cut a scene, yeah, a scene? Yeah,
2: cut a scene, out a scene. Um, I would cut uh, the date scene at the pizza joint. What? Yeah. I just That's feel like... Scene. While I understand what they're doing with setting up the fact that like he's completely focused on music, even while he's having dinner with her, he's like focused on the song that's playing. Which, by the way, I read a trivia that that was not an actual song. <laughs> that was written by the person who scored the movie, and they just made up the artist. What? Oh, wow. um, so... good. I feel like... Good trivia. It doesn't really... It's not a convincing scene for why they even continued in their relationship. Like yes. I feel like from that first date it just looked like a failure. Yeah. So yes. I'm not really sure what her reason was they, for sticking in. They were it.
1: playing footsie at the end. Yeah, but I nothing else you,
2: in the scene really told me that there was a flame <laughs> going on.
4: <laughs> yeah. anyway. It was like
3: a bodega. He like took he took his girl to a bodega. Yeah, he to like that have has a pizza, pizza shop. <laughs> pizza shop. Come
0: on, Rudy. Was that a real pizza shop? That was a deli. It was less real than the him walking around with a slice. That's such a baller New York move. Like just have the <laughs> slice with the white paper plate underneath. People, people don't do that. Streets. Oh, people do that. That's that's the move. Oh, there you go. Mm.
1: In his yeah. cargo shorts. Yeah. So it was just an absolutely horrendous pair of cargo shorts on uh, Miles Teller in that scene. Just <laughs> awful. He just
2: he stores drumsticks in them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He wouldn't have had that problem of dropping his drumstick if he would have and yeah, had his cargo shorts <laughs> just on. just wore his
4: cargo shorts
2: with his suit And he has a bunch of band-aids in there. And then adding a scene, I would say having it... Like, have a scene of an interaction between Fletcher and Andrew's dad. Ooh. Where Fletcher acts, like, super nice and normal. That way it just sinks Andrew further into this, like... Crazy hole where he doesn't know yeah. what reality is, like and everyone it. else outside of the class is completely oblivious to what's going on. I love it, love it. I feel that's like that would take. solidify yeah. the the insanity even more. Yeah,
3: yeah that's I never a good thought take. about that. That everybody out—he's respected everywhere else because they're like, yeah, he's a great musician. But
2: yeah, and otherwise, you just get the. Um, Interpretation of what Andrew's dad thinks of Fletcher just through Andrew. Yeah,
1: yeah. Very That's excellent good. take, well thought out.
2: I mm. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: glad he didn't have to describe it. Jordan didn't even describe <laughs> how to do it, and Jordan was expertly navigated <laughs> to cut a scene out of scene. Um, I am in the complete agreement with him. The whole girlfriend scene. I'm actually, you know, cut the whole girlfriend out of the entire movie. What? I feel like mm. I, I understand. Like Jordan said, I understand why they wanted to put that in there to show that he's, you know, he's uh, neglecting all other life, normal life choices to just focus solely on drumming. But they didn't they didn't really develop it well enough. And it was just like, you know, there was the one interaction. Then he had the one date where he's like, it doesn't really show you like them building a relationship at all. It's just this one interaction. And it's just it seemed like they kind of cut and pasted there. So I really, I think you could cut that out of the movie and not really miss it much.
1: Hard to disagree, uh,
0: but whatever. But here you go, Elijah. In its place, I'm adding like a off on your scene, which is like the aftermath of what happens. Yeah. Um, but instead of your scenario where Tanner becomes a millionaire and you know <laughs> Andrew is just like alone somewhere, I want the scene where somehow I don't know. Okay, maybe it's some hedge fund billionaire has him be his uh, on call drummer or he's the new drummer for some <laughs> super mega band that bring you know it's it's a new jazz band that reignites what jazz meant to be and it and it becomes Ooh. a mega hit band. And I want him rolling up in his Lambo or his Bentley on Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> <coughs> with all of his loser cousins and just showing them up that he actually became something.
2: With his platinum drum sets.
0: Yeah, his platinum gold plated <laughs> drum set.
2: Yeah, I just feel like that's, and that's the cargo
0: shorts.
1: much less realistic, though, you know? Yeah. The 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 Lambo rolls up and you just see the door open and, a, like, a leg come out and it's just a <laughs> cargo short, like, over-the-knee cargo short, khaki cargo. Yes. flip flops centrally yeah. comes out. <laughs> it's like, oh, we know who that is. I mean, that's fine, but, like... This is part of my issue with the movie is, like, people just don't care about jazz music anymore. (laughs) You know, like, Mm. it's not coming back. It hasn't been coming back. It'll never come back. Jazz is done. Like, it's great to have this, like, romantic Mm. thought about it. But, like, even, like, the most famous, like I'm saying, the most famous, like, jazz musicians, they're, like, still not that famous, you know? But that's kind of the
0: point of the movie is that, that Fletcher's trying to
1: make is that jazz is dead. And it's because
0: people aren't pushed their limits. And now mm, yeah. that you got this guy Andrew, who's willing to go to the end of his
1: limits, or it's because mm. like people just listen to different music. Like people aren't <laughs> smart enough to understand jazz anymore. You know, people are too
0: dumb sure. now. Too dumb. He threw
2: Starbucks under the bus. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he trashed Starbucks. Yeah, it's like we need a little 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 pump, little yachty.
1: Yeah, little yachty. Something little, basic we can understand. Little yacht rock. Yeah, some thirty-second note. On the uh, on the hi hat,
3: no, I think that's a good point though, Rudy. That you know, it is like the pursuit of perfection, and I guess I never really understood that part of jazz that you kind of need that kind of perfection of the the technique, and um, not in the free form jazz, but in like these pieces that require. Well, and I think it's probably like that for all music to be great, as you need to be perfect and. In sports, I like perfect. hard
1: disagree with that. As someone who plays in bands, the key to like having a good band isn't like the technical ability of anybody in the band. It's like how the band Gels. connects with each other, the chemistry there, like how they gel with each other and play with you, how they feed off mm-hmm. of each other. It has nothing to do, like you can memorize all the, you know, you could have a robot do what he's doing and play the exact right notes <laughs> at the exact right time. Like they could build a robot to do that. But a robot doesn't have feel, and like so much of what yeah. separates the good music from the great music is feel. If the band yeah. has feel, they have feel for each other and playing with each other, and like that, what uh, J.K. Simmons' character Terrence Fletcher was doing was he was just, just like drumming, literally drumming the the feel out of these guys. So that there was no like chemistry in the band. So yeah, maybe they sounded good because it was like so precise, but there's not a lot of character in that music. Yeah,
3: that's a good point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like cooking. You know, you
3: could go right down to the recipe, but you still have to have the feel of it, the art exactly. of it,
4: mm-hmm. that
2: that kind of. I guess the best middle ground is you have someone who is incredibly technically talented, but they've got that down so well; it's it's so ingrained in their mind that they can then, you know, f- freeform flow off of that. Yeah. Yep. You think about a lot of like funk music is like incredibly talented musicians who yep. know a lot of music theory but they know how to play it so in time that they can fall behind yeah. and in front of the beat and
1: they're it, not they're not just soul. they're not just sticking to the computerized version of it they're letting that that what they know inform the way that they play and it becomes like mm. a foundation for how they're playing but that it's not just like they're keeping it at the foundation, you know, they're building off of that and they're you know, yeah. like you're saying, sometimes they're lagging behind, sometimes they're pushing a song forward. It's like there's a little bit of that give and take that I just yeah. think this mm-hmm. movie and like a lot of these, you know, what do I know? I'm just some random guy who plays guitar, but like <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know, I just feel like there's there's no feel in that music and that's really like what he's drumming out of them. So that's sort yeah. of the shame of the movie, and the shame of like a lot of these music schools in general, from my experience. But
2: I guess that's that's what Andrew's pushing, right? At the end, is that he doesn't want to be the robot that knows yeah, yeah, the I guess so. Note, but then he can break out and Do and play a thing. solo that hasn't been created. Before. I'll count you yeah. in.
0: Yeah, that that solo that you hated, Elijah. That's proving <laughs> the point <laughs> you just made. <laughs> anyway we digress my my cut a
3: scene out of scene would be i would cut out some of these outside the world parts like you know the relationship i think that's just kind of like a quick flame that goes out kind of quickly you know like between i don't know the first hour it's gone and you don't the only time it gets brought up again is he calls and gets kind of flatly denied that she's showing up mm. the classic maybe um, and uh <laughs> oh, maybe I'm, I'm adding because I think there's this tension between Andrew and Fletcher, but there's, like Jordan was bringing up, and you guys about Ryan. I, I think that there isn't really a formidable like opponent that is like a, a competitor for him for Fletcher's attention. He's kind of like the best. Yeah. Um, and his scene is seen as sort of the best, and he doesn't really have to rise above any other student. Um, so I don't know if it needs to be another drummer or another part of the band, but I want another character that's kind of his rival and we get a little bit more of that backstory rather than you know him going to his uncle's house and kind of the whole, like, they're good at, f- the cousins are good at football, like, they cut that out. <laughs> the whole, you know, relationship thing and make room for, like, this other
1: competitor that he's kind of vying for Fletcher's attention. It's, like, kind of vague that they're talking about football in that scene. I don't know if you noticed, but it's like, yeah, I just scored the, the most in the big sports game we just played. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the way they're talking about it. It's like, have these people ever seen a football game before? <laughs> Hello, jock number one. <laughs> <laughs> I like sports.
3: No, that was a funny scene. So that's what I'm doing.
1: Word, word. Well, let's uh, let's keep the train rolling, as Michael McDonald would say. Mm. <laughs> Two shout-outs on pod. A Actually, lot of uh, yeah. There's <laughs> probably more more coming that way. Freaking love Michael McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about a uh, recast a role. This is the part of the show where we take uh, take a role from the movie and we. Uh, take the actor that plays that role and we pull him out and we say yep. thanks but no thanks we send him on their way with a big fat check and we bring in a brand new actor to play that role or roles if you happen to have multiple ones you would like to recast jordan as our guest we'll start with you again
2: okay. what role are you
1: recasting
2: he's coming back i would recast ryan uh, mm. and in his place i would put damien chazelle Oh, the director!
0: Um, oh, the director! Yeah, Love it. I
2: figure they're the same age, or like a year different. I looked them up, um, and he obviously wrote this entire movie, so he knows exactly what that feeling would be. And I read that he wrote the screenplay based on his experience in a competitive high school band, uh, and so, so he knows the stuff. Was kind of writing from that sh- place of stress. Um, so I feel like he would—he would of all people understand, like who that person is supposed to be portraying. Um, yeah, I'd put Damian.
1: I kind of dig that.
2: That's a good Mr. Vertical, one. vertical iPhone movie himself. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I don't know that reference, the dude.
2: Oh, he shot an entire movie vertically on iPhone for Apple. Whoa, like wow. Advertisement and. Yeah, I'll just show the... Creative endeavor, capability.
1: I guess. I thought you were just going to say it's only on Quibi. Gibby, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Quibi. Every
2: say that. Quibi. I don't know that much about Quibi. Well, he's
1: also the director of La La Land,
3: which is another jazz yeah. type movie. Yeah. And First Man.
2: And First Man. Funny enough, I did not like Pretty La sure. La Land. Yeah, that movie sucked. I was in the minority on that. <laughs> big oh, trash. I liked, I, I
1: liked La La. <laughs> All movies should be under 90 minutes and have no singing in them.
2: <laughs> I'm a and big no fan No tap of La-La dance La-La on Man. a hill. Yeah, no tap no, dance. No, that, that was
3: such a good part.
2: I would, yeah. I, I think, like you guys are saying, him being director or writer on First Man and uh, what was the other one he had done? La, La Land, Whiplash um, Ten Cloverfield Lane. He wrote yeah, he wrote the screenplay. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that was okay. like really intense thriller. Um another like insane character is one of the lead actors. So, I feel like he knows it well. And Grand Piano, I guess that was a...
0: you always got to keep an eye out on the Marshall writers and directors vehicle. who are super good at Depicting slash articulating crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> are you actually a too crazy? Co- little, a little too close to the source material, maybe. For recast or
3: roll, so I, I in my um, add a scene. I formed this new character that he needs to fight, and obviously Ryan and Tanner are both not up to that challenge. But I think Army Hammer mm. would be. Mm. Um, I think he would be a formidable presence. And I think if you if you go back and forth, maybe he doesn't play drum, maybe he does, maybe he plays trumpet, maybe he play you know in another role, but is kind of like Fletcher's like um, favorite. Mm-hmm. And if you kind of play this type of you know he's getting girls, if you want to do that route, if you want to do he's just vying for his attention and he can do everything right. Um, but I think Army Hammer kind of has that presence where he's you know kind of can draw attention. And I think that could could be a an interesting part to, to include.
2: Yeah, that's cool. I,
0: I <laughs> hope I hope I don't uh interrupt anything here. But if I, if JK Simmons is gonna have to get recasted, recast. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> JK Simmons is getting recast, it's by one man and one man only. Nick Cage. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I had it down. I have it written down right here. Yes. <laughs> What, what are you guys up. doing over there? <laughs> 30%, 30%, of that's, 30% of that's knowing you, Elijah. <laughs> but that would be super interesting. He would have been, been, yes. been great for.
1: Just totally, like, J.K. Simmons gets pretty unhinged, but he could be even more unhinged with Nick Cage. <laughs> just picture it. Just like fully cut him. loose. Oh, yep. my <laughs> word. I, will, I would, love to, I would love to hear Nick Cage just hurling vaguely racist uh, insults at college
0: students. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been better to it, like, f- like playing up that like nice guy that is just super quiet and like kind. of oh, yeah, and then just exploding Blows out of Blows up way.
1: at any second. Yeah. 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 Oh hey, what's your name? I'm gonna use every
0: information that you just gave me to,
3: against you <laughs> to manipulate you and abuse you for years. I love it. I yeah, love I could definitely get that vibe from him.
1: You're looking at him. and you're like, is this guy on cocaine? I can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. He might be. I'll yeah, maybe so, you just had a
3: great cup of coffee this morning.
1: I actually had Nick Cage down as well. And then I thought you guys were going to give me crap for it. Thought I wasn't going to be able to slide that one in there. So I came, <laughs> came, I came ready with the alternate. So I'll just throw my alternate out there instead. Um, for going You know, high, high class art here. Let's see what Denzel's got. You know he's he's very close mm-hmm. in age to J.K. Simmons. Ooh. Believe it or not, I think that he could uh, think he could have done it. Think he could have been a little more, yeah, um, especially like, with this old jazz offenses. guy. Like you know, he has like yeah. this background yeah. of being like a legendary jazz musician, maybe or something. And I just would like to see him do some of that, like nice guy to like crazy person switching back
2: and <laughs> forth. So. Yeah, he kind of does that in uh, John Q. Yeah, That's John true.
1: Q. He does a little bit of Revenge of the Titans. Um so he's got it in him, but I just like to see him go mm. all the way unhinged. But right, yeah, the dream 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 actor there is Nick Cage, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> and then uh then we got Wayne Knight playing his dad, obviously. Yeah, I was thinking of
0: trying to how do I get Wayne Knight
1: in here too?
4: <laughs>
0: instead of uh
4: instead of
1: Hello Newman, it's Hello Neiman. Hello. Hello <laughs> Neiman. <laughs> Uh, let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, this this episode's cooked. I have
3: I have one little uh, snippet that I learned. Yeah, let's so, pivot
1: to uh, trivia, general trivia or miscellaneous questions here. Sean, hmm. you got something for us?
3: So a little trivia. So Damien Chazelle was trying to pitch this movie, and actually had to make it as a short film. Mm-hmm. And J.K. Simmons was in that short film, and it won, I think, at Telluride or Sundance. Um, Sundance. Mm-hmm. Um, for the short film award and then um, sort of prove, proof of concept and then got to, to make the full-length movie. So I thought that was interesting. I don't know why um, some artists, or you know, if you consider, I consider writers artists, um, don't do that as like... Dude, we get you know. it. You're into films. <laughs>
4: You're into <laughs> cinema. Well, Nerd. you know,
3: to, to, break, to break through, to do like a low-budget... Uh, Yeah, proof of concept. I mean, you can do that with a lot of sci-fi, but anyway.
0: Yeah, Mm. Uh, I have two quick questions. One is J.K. Simmons an all-time great, better, better bald guy. Looks better bald than he does with hair.
2: What does he Mm. look like? I don't. I don't even
3: think I know what he looks like with hair. So I saw an interview with him. Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. Johnson.
0: Well, uh, there's a list. There's a long list of people that you know, uh, Vin Diesel. Um, people who look better yeah. jason statham look better bald i think uh jk simmons can make an argument make a case to be on that list
1: i mean throwing it back to spider-man he which he did have hair in when he starred as uh, J. jonah jameson mm. uh, oh that's right, right. oh right he has, I did forgot you he was in that. he's a pretty great flat top in that yeah I'm, I'm permanently thinking the actor's name is j jonah jameson not jk simmons very similar <laughs> that's very that's similar names yeah,
0: but uh, my more serious question is Who took the folder? I have that written down as well Boom mm. Did Fletcher stole, take I stole it? I all your notes
2: It's gotta be him, right?
1: Because he was just yeah, looking, um, looking for a reason to get rid of Tanner Well, yeah. he
3: brought up the rule right before that He's like, if I see one of these around And I'm gonna snatch it didn't he say that? I don't know. No, I'm
0: going to I think I'm going <laughs> it. yeah, really to do a you. Yeah, something much more sure uh, unpleasant. Yeah, I th- I think 100% it was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because who else like there's no way a Janner stole it. There's no way Tanner himself unless Tanner maybe Tanner himself stole the folder
4: cuz he, he wanted it out.
0: Cuz he wanted it out. He saw he he passed the MCAT. <laughs> good grades. <laughs> it was ready to be out. Was he was like, self, like I got my ticket. self sabotage
1: self sabotage myself. <laughs> I have some other questions. Oh, man. Who's, the <laughs> Who's the biggest dork in this movie? Who's the biggest dork? Cuz I kind of think <laughs> it's uh it's JK Simmons' character. Just like a yeah. massive just, he's just a total loser. What? No, he's not. He's a loser. He's like he yells at college kids for a living. That is true. Like they're mostly Dude. men.
0: No, he's the only college the only college student is uh
1: well only college Aren't they age all student. college students.
0: Yeah, the only college age student is uh, Andrew. I thought at the I, like, end, moment.
1: at the end, but the the studio band that he's working with is all college kids. Yeah, I don't I know. Think it's that classic like coach or teacher that like takes everything
3: more seriously than all the all the students. Yeah, or athletes. And it's, yeah, he's just like a dweeb. It's very evident. He's there. trying to fulfill his dream of. Yeah, That's the thing he's trying of, to fill kind feel. Of I think it's
0: like the fact that he has that uh, coat rack thing. Like, you know he requested to have a coat rack put in <laughs> just so that he could put his fedora on there and then his yeah, jacket because, every day. Yeah, I you
1: forgot about I'm going to need a coat rack in my classroom.
0: But I was thinking, of, like, when I think it was Jordan was talking about uh, the relationship there, I think it would be interesting to see, like, does Andrew become Fletcher? In, the, in a, you know Ooh. is is like is Andrew just Fletcher in the you know in the past where he's gonna just become so hardened by his like pursuit of something that's so unreachable that he yeah. drives these students to suicide trying well, I, to achieve I, it. I don't think so.
1: Yeah,
3: I think I think it's one of the options that could happen with him if he just keeps leaning into this obsessiveness on perfection. And he doesn't end up making it as, like, a jazz musician. He has to come back and, like, teach. Mm-hmm. I think he could, they
1: could. I don't know. I just think he's such a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you're cool. You're cool in the jazz club playing the piano. You know, that's, like, that's like one of my dreams is just being in a jazz club and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. let me just sit in on the piano real quick and play some jazz piano. Like, that. that's your, like, peak level of cool. And then just, like, yelling at college kids is, like, so far to the opposite mm-hmm. end of the this, this spectrum You're just like a dork That's what I think I think J. Uh, yeah, Jonah Jameson Simmons Whatever you <laughs> want to call him J.K. Jonah whatever his name is Just a loser Guy's a dweeb hmm.
2: I have a question for you guys So yes. in the scenes where someone is out of tune And the rushing dragging scene The famous rushing dragging scene do you think anyone is actually out of tune or rushing or dragging the tempo? Because Sean even asked me during the movie, he's like, "Can you hear that someone's behind or ahead?" and I was like, "No." Thinking <laughs> maybe they're just so like on the verge of perfect that only this great teacher would be able to tell. But is he just trying to like break them and yeah. make them think that He's the one source of truth.
1: Dude. I think it's all. Yeah, it's just all mind games. He's trying to elevate. His, it's like the, he only feels like he's. You know, this is the only place he has power of any kind. And so he's just on like yeah. a head trip. Yeah. 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 He doesn't even he li- listen to them. Like when
0: they go to start playing, you play no, play it's for like, three like three seconds, half a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can't yeah. possibly
1: tell if someone's on or off beat by like two <laughs> notes, like. <laughs> right. that's insane i think
3: that's what freaks them out is they're like how can he he must be some genius yeah he becomes it,
2: almost supernatural
3: and it elevates him to like this god status mm-hmm. I just but it think, really is i don't even think he's probably a good musician he's spot. kind of I a just, cult leader i just think
1: too like <laughs> yeah. in that in that classroom like those guys have to be like all freshmen for this movie to make sense because if i was a senior and someone was talking to me that like that would just be like not dog like i would, I would either get up or leave and i'd be just, no i'd just be like dude what are you talking about you're such a dork like i don't know like <laughs> if i was a freshman i'd definitely be afraid of the professor but like by the time you're a senior you're so just like dude whatever man
3: relax mm, why is he so obsessed with the drummers too does isn't i mean he does the um, is it trombone or saxophone mm-hmm. player he kind of
1: I guess Reams he thinks, thinks that Miles Teller's character can really be next level. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess he just keeps leaning into the
3: talent.
2: And then we've got that movie title Whiplash. Whiplash. Whip, wh- whiplash. Wh- what, What way? There's so many different meanings.
1: <laughs> well, it's just the song they play, right?
2: The name of the song, but then he literally gets in a car crash. Oh, ah, yeah. Sure. yeah. And, and has then, Whiplash. Then you. You see, like Fletcher's behavior, like talking to people outside of the class, and he's super kind. And then he just comes in and like turns Ooh. on a dime,
1: emotional whiplash. into this
2: abusive man. And then Andrew is always like right on this razor's edge of being in and being out. Yeah, so true. Some deep. Some deep I, I always,
1: I always love when our guest comes on and just makes us sound like even more idiots than we actually <laughs> are. <laughs> Yeah, thanks a lot, George.
0: We Appreciate know nothing it. about <laughs> movies. We don't even watch these movies
4: and talk about <laughs> No, that's great.
3: I, I picked up on the car crash thing. and I thought that was, when that happened, I was like, this is the biggest moment of the movie. This is what's going to define the movie. But yeah. it's like, honestly, just. It's like a passing thing. It was ridiculous.
0: Thing. It was ridiculous how he like runs from that to like. Yeah, he's like, I'm okay. That. Like, dude,
3: just tightens the out. knots
2: in your shoulders. Yeah.
3: And he keeps anteing up. It's like a little bit of like betting, you yeah. know? With, mm-hmm. Reminds me of the movie Uncut Gems when Adam mm-hmm. Sandler's character just keeps betting and betting and betting.
2: Yeah. I and was thinking final... about all those meanings during that drum solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's why you needed what? the drum solo, I guess.
1: My final takeaway is that uh, Caravan is just an absolute bop. That song rules. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. Just a, just a oh, heater. That's a bop.
1: All right, boys. Well, Jordan, thank you for coming on the pod this fine evening. Thank you for suggesting this movie. That's probably a little bit out of the, you know, a little more on the artsier end of the spectrum than what we typically would talk about. Mm. It's great to stretch our brains. Thank you for schooling us on (laughs) on jazz (laughs) jazz, (laughs) jazz music and uh, film themes. Appreciate it. Uh, For all you listeners, thank you for listening as well. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram. The handle is at loose concept pod. Send us, uh, letters to the pony express loose concept pod at gmail.com. Um, send Sean money on Venmo. You can reach out (laughs) to uh, to him on (laughs) social social media for his Venmo address. Uh, Hmm finally, before we go, next week on the podcast, we will be breaking down John Wick. The uh, famous uh, Keanu Reeves vehicle. We'll be talking about the first one of the uh, trilogy. And, uh, yeah, just sharing sharing some thoughts on that. So be sure to tune in as we discuss that. Thanks for listening today. And uh, remember to always keep it food. Keep it loose Keep it conceptual I had a bad
4: experience Damn it Do I really look like a guy with a
1: You can't handle the truth Next, he amazed me still further in Italy
2: When he saved a fatherless beauty From the wood be ravishings of her dreadful turkey
4: How's the pie? So good